0: Welcome to another episode of Marriott Travelers Behind the Design.
1: Yeah, so my name is Ashley Porter. Um, I'm a designer at Blackband Design, which is led and owned by Wendy Blackband. And we, you know, we got involved on the Lido House project a couple of years ago, and we're really excited to be a part of, part of a fun design team over there and work on one of the cottages. I'm Wendy Blackband, and I'm the... Uh, co-owner with my husband
2: Greg Blackband of Blackband Design. We're a, primarily a residential um, interior design firm um, based here in Orange County.
0: That's awesome. Can you tell me a little bit how both of you got into interior design?
2: Well, um, this is Wendy speaking. I um, my dad was a custom home you know growing up. My dad was a custom home builder, and so I had that experience growing up. And then my mom is. Um, is an artist, and, and she teaches design and architecture at, um, at the arch, in the architectural school at UCLA. So growing up with both those parents, I have always had that idea of you know wanting to do something creative. And my background, actually, is advertising and marketing. And um, when I met my husband, he did the same thing, but we both kind of wanted to get out of the corporate world and start something on our own, so we started doing design. And it happened very organically for us. Um, we were initially sell, sold furniture, and then clients would ask us to come out to their places, and it just kind of grew from that. So now I'm, we're so lucky that we have these great, talented designers that work with us, like Ashley Porter.
0: That's so cool. How fun to grow up in a family with that background.
1: Yeah, it really was. I learned a lot from my folks.
0: I'm sure. And Ashley, what about you? What brought you into interior design?
1: always been interested in, you know, decorating and styling and and that kind of thing. And my background originally started in um, public relations and communications and also kind of pre-law. But I detoured, you know, about, you know, almost 10 years ago and kind of took up more of an interest in interior design. And I'm so happy I did. And I joined the team at Black Band about seven years ago and, um, you know, been here ever since. And it's just really a great fit.
0: Very different from practicing law, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank it's a lot of fun. And we really have a great team here, and we enjoy what we do. And, you know, it's very collaborative. And just the creativity and all the fun in different projects is really, really interesting and makes it a lot of fun.
0: So cool. All right, let's talk about Lido House. So can you tell me a little bit about your point of view or perspective on the design for the Lido house cottage that you did and how you kind of came up with the concepts and what it looks like. Um, just picturing that we've never seen anything about it or we'll never see it. <laughs> Although I hope to come and visit. So I hope I see it.
2: Um, this is Wendy speaking and I'll let Ashley kind of add to it too. But um, when it first came to us, it's just, you know, I kind of got this idea that it was, more of this kind of East Coast Cape Cod vibe that they were bringing to Newport Beach, and so I, I felt like you know it was this idea of melding the East Coast with the West Coast, and um, and it and tying it in with this whole kind of California coastal feel. But I feel like when it came down to the actual design aesthetic from our bungalow. Um, that we made it a little bit more kind of, I felt like a little bit more glam sophisticated than just the stand, you know, than just going and doing that whole coastal vibe only.
1: Yeah. And I think our take on it was we wanted it to, to have that sophisticated feel, but also feel relaxed and casual and kind of fun and laid back. So we, you know, layered it with different elements that really created that vibe. So we have like, pieces that are a little more tailored and a little more high-end and sophisticated mixed with like these playful elements like the yellow front door and just some little pops of color and different art pieces and pillows and fabrics throughout that that make it just a little bit more fun.
0: That's great. When you talk about sophisticated in a design space, how did you achieve that with the Lido House Um, down to like the specifics on the fabrics and the the materials used and things like that?
1: Well, I feel like some of the the key core furniture pieces that we use just have a little bit more of a, you know, I
2: mean, some of the bigger issues, like Mm -hmm. some of the bigger um, pieces that we did, like your upholstered pieces um, or your sofa pieces, they're all upholstered. They're not like slip covered. Um, And for example, in the the main kind of master room, we have a, a really beautiful kind of tufted. Love seat settee sort of thing, and that's in a really nice kind of velvet fabric. So it gives it, and it's in a gr- kind of really beautiful green. It's a little bit more of a complex green color. So it gives it a little bit more depth, and it's definitely more, as Ashley said, tailored. And that's really as as it pertains to like the upholstered pieces. But then when you add to it these. Um, We did a lot of custom pieces in this space, too. So, for example, Ashley, you want to talk a
1: little bit about the dining table? Yeah, for the dining table, we really, you know, created this really interesting base that was this layered um, rich wood mixed with this brass metal, which really kind of was a nod to a little bit of the nautical theme of the area. And you know that was a custom, custom-made base that we then um, topped with a quartz white marble top, and it just really set the tone for a really interesting table. That I mean, um,
2: so you think of it like as dark wood, and then it's channeled with the the brass mm-hmm. in between. So just that channeling alone, kind of the lines of it, are a little bit more modern, a little bit more sophisticated than just say putting in a reclaimed. You know, dining table.
0: Right, right. So you talk about um, metals with the table specifically. What kind of metals did you use in the house, and how could someone replicate those same looks in their house or apartment?
1: We we mix a lot of metals, which we like to do, so that it's not just you know brass throughout. We like to mix a lot of metals and wood tones in general, just because it creates a more timeless feel. But we mix mixed brush nickels and. And antique brasses and, you know, kind of carry those throughout each space so that it wasn't too much of one thing and, you know, wasn't overkill on the brass. But the brass is a really nice touch to kind of have that play on the modern and also, again, have a little bit of nod to the coastal kind of nautical inspiration.
2: And And I think that the brass adds a real richness to things, the tone of it, the color of it. And I love the fact that we're... You know, for us, sometimes when you walk into a space and all the if all the all the fixtures and all the hardware and everything are all the same, it just gets to be too much. And so I love the fact that you know Ashley is so comfortable with the design to be able to say, okay, well we're going to do brass here, and we're going to do brushed nickel here, and it just turned out to be a really beautiful kind of combination of the mixed metals, where it felt more that it had a lot of depth to it rather than it all being the same.
0: Right, right. I think some people in their homes are afraid to mix things, so that's interesting to hear a designer's perspective on how great that can be in a space. That's really cool.
2: Absolutely. And I think that that's, you know, I I think sometimes it can be really debilitating for people when they're just starting to do design or they're creating a space or they're doing their home that they feel like they have to follow these rules all the time and everything has to be the same. And in fact, it really doesn't, but what it does have to do is it has to be really well balanced. So you have to have kind of that, you know, the understanding of balance and how it will work. Um, But I do think that people, that that's a, you know, a typical mistake when people are, you know, designing that they feel like everything has to match and everything has to be the same so that it looks completely cohesive. You know, I think if you walk around the cottage that we did. Not everything matches, but it still has this very cohesive
1: thread throughout.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. So um, kind of on the same vein, we have done a podcast before about bathrooms, and people were really interested on how bathrooms are designed. Can you talk about the Lido House bathroom specifically and in relation to how you decide how you're going to lay out a bathroom? I think some people walk into a bathroom and just assume things will be a certain way, but it'd be interesting to hear your perspective on how that gets laid out.
2: I feel like with the bathrooms, there's so many cool things that people are doing now. It's not just it's not just your standard. Oh, well, I'm going to do a vanity and I'm going to do a mirror above my vanity, and my vanity is going to have drawers in it. It's like there's so many options now when it comes to vanities. Are you going to do a floating vanity? Or are you going to do one that's open that you can put your towels in or you you know with mirror selections it's not just like putting a big one you know just one piece of mirror material on the back wall it's like now you, you have all these great mirror ideas that you can mix in and then you have so many different lighting options for sconces So it's really become an art form in itself of just designing bathrooms. And it can get very complicated because now we have all these different tiles and we're going to use mixed materials and we're going to change it up. So it really, it's really, I feel like there's a lot more options out there and it can probably be really overwhelming. But, you know, our idea is like to try to keep things, you know, have some simple things Mixed with something really special.
1: Yeah. So we have three bathrooms in our cottage, and each one, you know, has a special place with us, and they have fun design elements. I think one of my favorites is the powder. When you first walk in, um, in the nat bathroom, we we carried the wood flooring into the space, which we were inspired. That was one of the first things, you know, that we selected for the cottage was the tone of our wood floor because it really sets the tone for the rest of the space, and we we kind of have a a color that's reminiscent of a vintage sailboat where it just kind of has that, that sailboat kind of wood tone to it. Um, dark. It's a little, little darker. darker. So it, it was like a great foundation. And then we did an absent tile wall in that powder bath from floor to ceiling that butts up to the wood. And it's this really beautiful custom tile. It's a square tile that's dimensional. And it's kind of a circular pattern. And we had it mixed with teals and blues and creams and it really added that fun, special element to the space. And then we paired that with like a trowel sink that's floating, which really gave it a sleek and modern mix to it. And paired it with a round suede mirror and just brass accents for the for the plumbing fixtures. And just together, it just paired beautifully. So, so one of the, the interesting and unique things about our cottage is that it is ADA compliant. So there are some different codes and things to follow and and turnaround spaces and things like that, that that needed to be incorporated in the design. So one of those elements is that in these bathrooms, there there needs to be turnaround. And so having this floating vanity gave it that, met the requirements, but it also, we did it in a way that didn't make it feel like it was just a compliant bathroom. You know, we had gr- grab bars and things, but it, it really just tied in beautifully. And so it, it had a modern kind of feel to it that, you wouldn't just walk in and be like, "Oh, this is a compliant bathroom."
2: Yeah, it, they didn't really—they didn't look compliant at all. They just, you know, but you did. You had a floating vanity, so wheel. Some someone in a wheelchair could, to could, um, wheel up to it, and the, you know, the heavy-duty kind of, um, chair chair rails that we had to use, um, they were, brass in that bathroom. They looked really cool.
0: That's really cool to hear that could be compliant, but still be unique design. Cause I know we've all been in compliant places that it's very obvious that they were trying to be compliant. So that's really interesting. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the design industry in general. Do you two have um, a favorite design trend right now that you think will stick around or that you're including in some of your recent projects?
1: I think one of the things that, you know, we're, we're always out looking at the different trends and, and things. So one of the things that we do is We don't like to overdo anything or stick on anything if something's, like, really trendy. We really like to take a mix of things so it becomes more timeless um, and kind of mix different elements and have a kind of a collected kind of feel where you don't really know what year the design was created in. And that's something that we like to try to stick through 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 our different design projects. But it helps, too, when you do it that way because
2: then – If something falls out of style, you might just have one piece or something that's in that style that falls out. So when you have multiple things going on, it's not like, oh, well, this has become so dated. So you actually, going back to this idea of the timelessness, um, mixing things up really helps with that. And I, you know, I think trying to keep things really interesting, too. And that goes back to the same concept of, you know, mixing you know, different, different tones, mixing different fabrics that don't always look, that don't always match, you know, that there's things in there that are a little bit different. I call it kind of dirting it up, like making it so it's not perfect or completely symmetrical, that it looks so overdone, like done, done. It's, you know, our, we try to like keep it so it's, there's always some piece in there that's a little bit interesting or like, wow, I would have never thought of that. It keeps things cool. So when people come in, it's a talk. You know, it's a talking point.
0: I love that there's a talking point in each room. Um, were there talking points specifically that you thought about for Lido House in in the rooms that you want to speak to?
1: Definitely, we have some really interesting and special art pieces that we featured throughout. one is when you first walk in the door, we have this round surf panel that we actually had custom made for the space. That's above a console in the entry. And it um, is made by a local artist, and it's actual surfboard material. So that makes it really cool. So it's not, it has that coastal feel, but it's not like in your face, this is a surfboard. So we really loved that piece because it was really kind of a fun way to bring that in. So it it had that beachy feel, but it wasn't so obvious. Yeah, it, it was a little not obvious. So, you know, we loved that. And another thing that's really kind of a feature is our stair tile riser. It's this really beautiful uh, hand-stamped marble tile, and it has this, this beautiful pattern on it, and grays and greens and indigos and whites, and that really added a special, specialness to the stairs and you know, standout feature for those. You know, and, and another favorite thing is up on the roof deck. You know, we have a pretty big space up there, and there is this really tall wall that actually is joined to the rest of the hotel. And while you were up there, we were like, you know, it'd be really nice to do something with this wall. So we created a green wall, and we added the letters stay a while, and it just became this really cool feature up there, and you can actually see it from the street, and it just really made the space a lot more fun. And I think, you know, when guests come or whoever, they're probably going to want a picture with that wall, and it just created a, really set the tone up on that rooftop deck to be a little bit more fun and
2: You know, playing with the fonts and making it really cool. And that was a whole process, just coming up with the font and the right size that worked for the space. So, again, it's one of those fun features.
0: Really fun. I can't wait to see it. Hopefully I can make a trip out there. That sounds really cool. And speaking of travel, can you talk a little bit about what places inspire your designs or where you've been that you've been inspired to create based on the place.
2: So um, this is Wendy again. And, you know, I've done a lot of traveling. I've been fortunate to be able to see a lot of places. And um, so that's what I think is kind of neat. And it definitely influences our design because I've spent a lot of time in Asia and I've spent time in Africa and I've spent time in South America. And, that's probably what also inspires me to mix things up, that I just don't, I don't want to design a space that's just defined by, you know, oh, this has a very African feel or a tribal feel versus, you know, this has a kind of more of a, a Asian vibe. Like, I like to, you know, be able to mix those types of things. And so through my travels, I just, you know, the way that light hits something or the, the different, you know, fabrics that you see, like the silks in Thailand, and, you know, the people, the culture, what they wear. I feel like all of those things influence what we do. And also, I've spent time on the East Coast and have traveled, you know, to Martha's Vineyard, which I really felt like Lido House had that kind of Martha's Vineyard, Nantucket, Cape Cod, um, feeling about it. And, th- you know, that was a big part of how are we going to take that? And like I said earlier, create, you know, create it for this, you know, this, um, Newport beach area. Um, and I feel like we did a really nice job kind of combining a couple different styles and bringing things in. Like I said before, that it's not
1: just so typical beach. Yeah. I just feel like, again, it just makes it kind of this, Classic East Coast meets West Coast casual, kind of, and that's kind of what we wanted to do. Like, Newport Beach has a casualness about it. We achieved that, you know, with some of the foundational elements of the, of the cottage early on in the design. Like, we have the shiplap and the white brick and white walls, and then we blend it with warm and punchy, colorful accents and layer it with rich wood tones and accessories and fabrics, and it just achieves that, that nice mix. I think that about Newport
2: Yeah, I think that's a really nice comment, Ashley. Because both Ashley and I grew up here, and um, it's changed a lot. Newport Beach has changed quite a bit, but there's still there's very much a casual thing. And I think when you're from here, it's more you know you like I said you spend more time like in flip flops and there's this you know beach where you roll out and you're you know just dressed in your casual clothes and you head down to the beach. And then, you know, if you want to go and have dinner that night, you can dress it up. It's, it's this really kind of juxtaposition of this very kind of casual beach vibe mixed with this little bit more of a sophisticated, you know, area that has, you know, fine hotels like the Lido House and some really great, you know, um, wonderful restaurants, too. So it's a nice combination.
0: Definitely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. I think we learned a ton about the house and about your experience and your aesthetic. Uh, one final thing. Can you just let us know for our listeners who want to see more about your designs, where they could go to see everything?
2: Well, um, they can visit our website, which is blackbanddesign.com, and um, we have a lot of our projects um, most of our, you know, all of our projects and some of our current work there. And um, we also have a press page um, on our website too, that we've gotten some really great press lately of some of our recent projects. And so that's a great link to kind of see what's been published of some of our work. And then we also have Instagram and our Instagram is um, at blackbanddesign. Uh, That's always really fun. Um, we we're always posting kind of some of our we're posting really great photos of our completed work but we're also posting stories of the work and some of the renovation work and the new builds that we're current you know working on in the process and where we're at um so that's a lot of fun too
0: awesome thank you so much ladies i hope you have a good weekend and we really appreciate the time great
2: thanks awesome. hannah we appreciate it thank you
0: awesome take care Well, that's a wrap. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Behind the Design. To check out more travel tips, go to traveler.marriott.com and follow us on social media because that'd be the right thing to do. Marriott Traveler.